Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. My name is Shay Ryan Douglas, and in this series, we explore community connection, optimal human potential, and transformational collective growth through inspiring stories and conversations with a diverse range of people who are working towards positive change in the world. This is really exciting, and I hope you enjoy this episode. To get the full video versions of all the interviews on this podcast, please visit earthheroestv.com and I'd greatly appreciate it if you took the time to like, share and subscribe. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, Shay. Hi, Vaughn. It's so good to connect with you again and what a topic we've got today. Um, and it's all, you know, this series that I, I wanted to um, start was all about uh, giving a reason for this and, and a, giving a, a, a concept of the New Earth and also what, um, what it means and the New Earth communities that are, you know, rising up all around the world. And then to give uh, both the individual and groups some tools as to how they can actually make this happen for them. And then, of course, I got so inspired this morning when I was watching a clip that you did. Just when did you? When did you do that clip? Yeah, thanks, Yvonne. Um, so on Tuesday night, we had a roundtable discussion with some local seed savers in the um, local region who have been inspired by a woman um, from India, a little old lady who has really rattled and, and shaken up the world and taken it by storm. She's, she's published around 30 plus books. I don't know how many. So, And she really looks at a lot of different nuances in our relationship to the mother of the earth as a living being, a living entity, and also understands how that has been um, impacted from the this colonialized, imperialized, kind of patriarchal dominant um, masculine approach that has really degraded not just women in our society but also the earth and the, the, the womb of the mother earth and she really draws these parallel lines and and um, asks these really pertinent questions to to enable us to reflect and look at you know our own individual lives and what are we actually prioritizing and what's necessary and relevant for us to move forward in the world as a community and as a you know an abundant thriving species on the planet so we're really excited because that interview is coming up next tuesday and um, i really just wanted to invite everyone to come and join us for that interview but today i'm so excited for this conversation to open it up with yvonne because we're going to be looking at the the crossover between not just the seeds of our plants that we eat and we grow and we need for sustenance and for vitality but the seeds of the human beings, the youngling seeds, the seeds of our minds and our thoughts and the seeds of our raising our, um, our own mammalian species of humans. So I want to invite you guys who are tuning in right now to stay with us to the end because we're going to be sharing some um, great details on the relevant steps in order to achieve um, these cohesive communities where we can feel supported and we can feel heard and feel seen in order to feel valued in our community and grow together. So thanks for initiating this conversation, Yvonne. And I know you've got a lot to share because you've got a lot of experience, particularly in working with humans 
and planting these seeds of hope and seeds of love in the hearts of your community, which is such a, a vital um, perspective to take, particularly to just enable people to recognize the magnificence and the brilliance and their power that they have as a human being and to, to give them that um, loving support that can allow them to flourish and to thrive. And, and then um, as you've been cultivating over so many years, eventually bearing the fruit of that wisdom of life experience. And so something that I'd love to, to hear from you, Yvonne, on this topic, um, you know, particularly I know we talk a lot about this um, and there's some great conversations I want to encourage you guys to check out. But when you speak to the, um, the piece of like saving someone or saving something as if like we've got to sit around and wait for, you know, some hero or savior or messiah or guru or someone to come out and, you know, swoop us and take us away like this fantasy, you know, fairy tale moment. But really realizing now in, in our current day that, 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 you know, hero has to come from within and each of us is on our own heroic hero, heroine essence journey. And it's up to each of us to step up within ourselves to overcome the dark night of our own soul and the suffering going to the pits to come out and reveal our purpose of why we're here and what, what we should be doing to give back. So, this is a really, it's a really great conversation. It's a really big conversation. And Yvonne, if I feel if you wanted to um, maybe open up on your perspective on how, how do we do this, you know, just to seed um, sure. hope in humanity. Well, I want to take it a little bit bigger, actually, because I see that every human is a seed of humanity, of the species. And I've always seen humanity as a tree of of the human species and us as the flowers of that tree. So that's really my perspective. And, and what I really loved about um, listening to you, you know, this round table was that, yes, we have become aware that, um, you know, corporate, um, the corporate masters have manipulated uh, our soils and and uh, and our waters and and particularly I, I can remember when I, I don't know how many years ago that suddenly uh, somebody came up and said people were not allowed to save seeds anymore and it became an actual crime and I went but seeds are they are the fruit of of nature how can you it's the gift of nature how can you make it a crime to keep a seed but of course it was just such a giant manipulation of our food industry right and what and that's such a beautiful segue into the topic i want to address this morning because we have become very aware uh, of the genetic modification of of seeds and of of our crops and Therefore, we look for things that are now organic and, and all of those things. But I want to talk about the genetic modification of the human species, of the seed of, of humanity, because we continuously keep thinking of ourselves as separate to nature. And I, I wrote about it this morning. It was really important to me for people to start to have an understanding that we are exactly the same as nature because we are nature. And so I see us as the seeds. So for me, it was looking at what we're creating 
from a perspective of new earth communities and i see those communities as an environment or in you know in in the language of the farmer as the the farm the farm the, the environment with the perfect soil with that is going to be the best nutrition and the best support and the best nurturing for the seeds to grow to the the best of its potential that is within the seed and that is how i see our new earth communities where we create an environment where where the seeds of humanity which is the people come together they're drawn somehow by some magic force because they look and they see people being peaceful and collaborating and 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 you know growing together and and being in their highest potential and being nurtured and supported and guided and it's it's an automatic magnet for those who are still living in this genetically modified uh, place which is going on every day we are genetically modified every day through the propaganda every day and so until we create a space where people have an awareness that they are being modified and that and that modification is taking the seeds of humanity into a place of fear and fear creates victimhood and that creates what you were talking about before a need for saviors and that is so not the case it is so important at this stage of our evolution that we realize that we are the seeds of the human species and it is up for us to save ourselves and together we begin to grow a new humanity an organic humanity that is not genetically modified by outer sources that are after us where we then live a life like worker bees. Wow, this is huge, Yvonne. Thanks for sharing. I'm so glad you opened up this conversation because for those who, you know, might be on the fence and have some awareness around this element of genetically modifying um, food, you know, you only need to look as far as Innisfail, which is in far north Queensland where they're um, have huge monoculture crops of bananas that are being tested constantly, injected with all sorts of things for modifying the bananas to make it a specific genome so that they can ultimately patent, own and control. And what, what does that mean is that it's written um, that anything that is natural cannot be patented or numbered or owned. However, if something can be, um, you know, created by man, like design such as, you know, this light that I use for lighting in my camera or this laptop, then someone can own the um, material. They can put, they can have um, ownership of that possession. And so that's what we're noticing in, in today's modern world is that not just the plants or the fruit, which is natural, they're re-engineering that so that it is now man-made and it's ownable and um, there is a, there's a modification to it that has been designed by man. Now, this is really, for me, um, a concerning situation. And, and mostly, you know, Vandana Shiva, to quote her, she says, when you control seed, you control the earth. And we're going to, again, stay with us to the end because we're going to be playing a clip 
um, with Vandana, and she's going to be offering some amazing things from one of her recent movies, um, The Seeds of Vandana. But when they start to genetically modify not just the seeds of the plants, but human beings, as you spoke to Yvonne, um, particularly this is not you know, some radical conspiracy. If you just go to the WEF website and you look at the these agendas that they're suggesting, um, one of the main um, kind of um, people who is the advisor to Klaus Schwab, Yoval Noah and Harari, really speaks to how um, these controlling um, organizations that have tremendous amount of capital and tremendous amount of power and control have this intention to genetically modify humans so that they become transhumans, let's say. And because we are nature, as we recognize that naturally at our essence, we're um, not susceptible to being controlled or owned or patented or, you know, barcoded, numbered and registered and um, incorporated. And it's because we're living, soul-infused men and women. We have this creative ability to write and sing and, and, and create art and from our hearts. And that's really what sets us apart from, say, for example, this, um, this iPhone, which can be numbered and has, you know, can be owned by something because it doesn't have that capacity like nature to be able to fully express our potential as creative beings and now we're kind of blurring that line where it's um or even crossing over which is a really messy place to to um to dive into and slightly concerning however there for me there's still a lot of hope you know particularly when we've got inspiring people like vandana stepping forth for for the seeds we've got people like yvonne stepping forth for humanity and, and for people and we've got communities lighting up all over the world and um, all over the country of Australia where I'm, I'm president. And I think um, one of the biggest, like fastest growing Facebook groups on Facebook these days, most people are leaving the platform, um, not even actively engaging in it, but um, it's called leaving the matrix, living off grid or intentional communities. And just noticing hundreds of thousands of people plugging into these networks to explore and adventure out into the wild, let's say, and, and re actually re-plug into our natural orientation to live in community, to live with each other, to live, you know, in symbiosis with our environment and the earth. And now what we've got to look at is it's going to be, you know, quite challenging for a lot of humans um, particularly when we have evolved to a place in our current societal framework and structures where we've become heavily dependent on these larger systems um, that are corporate systems that are essentially mining the energy of human beings for their profit, for their benefit, for their um, you know, own growth. And we've, it's almost like, you know, um, trying to cold turkey a heroin addict from taking heroin to, to total cold turkey is probably not the best idea. It becomes very difficult. And, and this happens when um, farms try and transition from fully conventional monoculture sprayed heavily for 20 years to get abundant crops. And yes, the first couple of years, you might see some 
huge yields, but these fruit trees that should be giving fruit for hundreds of years, you know, it's only like four or five years where you see a rapid decline of yields and, and crops because the, so the, the um, chemicals are depleting the soil, which is the lifeblood, the life force, the energy of the plants. And then so after 20 years, these trees have been, you know, on this chemical dosage at fully addicted and now depleted, not giving any fruit, then to transition them cold turkey to fully organic becomes a very challenging process. And it becomes, you know, more of a transitionary, um, you know, step-by-step -step initiation. And so what, why is all of that relevant to explore what happens in nature is, again, bringing up the, the realization, as you mentioned, Yvonne, that we are nature. You know, we've got to recognize how we have become dependent and addicted to these systems, such as going to grocery store and, and buying all of the, um, our groceries from, you know, the supermarket that probably gets them shipped from the other side of the country and sprayed chemicals and so on and so forth. And if we want to move to, you know, a off-the-grid lifestyle in community or live in harmony with our environment and eat locally and grow our own food, start to realize that there, there is quite a lot involved and um, it takes a lot of responsibility, you know, it becomes out my responsibility to be able to provide and serve my community, not from a place of like, I need something from them, you know, I need, I need to be able to do this because I've got to get something, but it's like, how can I give back and how can I serve and how can I help my fellow men and women and family and brothers and sisters and be able to live together where we have our skills and our gifts and we have something to contribute and give back and then you know we can sit here and have this conversation and talk about it and it's a lot easier to talk about it and then it's a whole nother thing to action it and put it into practice and into place because it's like then how do we prepare for the inevitable in community the inevitable human conflict that is likely going to arise because we're you know still trying to overcome our addiction to that you know, indoctrinated system that we're letting go of. And, and it's not something that can just happen overnight, but it's a, it's a process and a journey that takes a lot of will, a lot of will to show up, you know, because at the end of the day, no one's perfect. And, and we're all trying to like pioneer our, our way back to a way of life that is, is, you know, ancient times been around, but incorporate that into a modern approach and explore how to how to remember you know why we're here <laughs> what our real purpose is and um and so like really having this conversation with you Yvonne around seeding you know and 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 saving the seeds of humanity when we're at a crossroads right now it's like we could go one of two ways we could really go deep down into that um, agenda that is laid out for us and and um you know benefits again select few at the expense of the many um but then what what what's an alternative path and and what does it really take for for all of us as a collective to realize i recognize so many people are on the journey of coming into awareness of actually what's going on but then how do we really stay diligent and committed and consistent just in our daily practices to move towards a, a journey and a pathway that is um, going to be conducive for, um, you know, localized community connection. And um, I'd love to hear you, your, your perspective on that, Yvonne. 
Wow, so many things that I could go down. The first thing that I want to say, so what you're really saying, we're just a bunch of bananas. Because what you just shared about what they've done to the bananas, isn't that exactly what they've been doing, you know, to humanity? And I continue to to want to do to humanity in the last few years. Um, so I, I like that analogy. I'm, I'm going to use that. Um, <laughs> you know, when you look at the propaganda where they keep encouraging you to have more needles stuck in you, I was saying to my friend that I was walking with yesterday, I said, soon we're going to be like sprinklers. We're just going to ooze from every, there's going to be so many holes in us. That we're just going to go, all our energy is just going. And that's what people don't realize. You know, the foundation here is very much about not knowing who we are. But I do want to address this, uh, you know, this being um, this transition we're going through because we are already going through it. And yes, it is taking time. And what it takes more than anything is, is the will. And then it is the compassion that is we are going to have to be oozing compassion for, for each other, for the path, for the journey. But, but you talk about hope and I, I'm not that fond of the word hope because it is attached to wishing that someone else will do it. And so what I would like to just address here is that there is a side that I keep bringing up that seems to get lost in the doing part. What are we going to do? Well, the thing is that this is a bigger picture. We are part of a cosmic journey. We are an, on a trajectory, well, the planet is on a trajectory in this cycle that goes around in the 26 and a half thousand years around our central sun. And we are now going into an era that has happened before. And whether we go with it or with it or not, that is a choice that we're going to have to make. But those of us who are on this path and have the awareness realize that the frequency on the planet is changing. That is because the, our planet Gaia is moving into a different frequency. And so we are being altered whether we like it or not. We're being organically altered. And that is where, why more people wake up one morning and they have things that they know that they didn't know before and we've spoken about that i think last week when we talked about being more telepathic and having things that we think about turn up more quickly everything is speeding up there was a a, a wonderful teacher um Stuart wilde who wrote a little book called the quickening and we are in the quickening so this transition we're going through is speeding up and so, yes, we do all need to learn who we are as seeds of this beautiful species. We have the most innate, magnificent core of oh, innovative creativity that is infinite. It is limitless. And that is what I nurture in the new earth community that are seeded and and continue to fuel and when i look at the people that are drawn to us they don't know why they're drawn to us but they turn up and they see 
people working together and and building things together. We are just about to launch in April a very small core of the New Earth Sanctuary that we intend to have down here in the peninsula when the divine produces the land for us and the funding for it. But you see, I don't wait. I go, well, that is the big picture. That's my vision. But how can I start to create that in the small picture? And so we have found a very small space and we have dived in there. People have come together in the group and they've painted it and they're and they've just put set out, sent out, we need paint, and people provided paint, and we need painters, and, and painters have arrived. And we've both built this from absolutely, from, it's just a, a shop that was standing empty. But in that, we are creating a hub of this community where people can learn, where people can come together, where people can guide and support each other, where we can start to put our natural creative gifts out in service of others it is just that they're just small steps but they are the steps that we need to create and anyone can do it anyone can start that and i see how these these beautiful seeds and i know you get so passionate when you talk about the seed and the soil and yes well i see that in the human seed i see these beautiful people some that I have worked with for over 20 years or more and some that I haven't seen for ages that are drawn back. And I see how they blossom, how a light goes on in their eyes and how their heart becomes open and how their arms are wide out, ready to bring in anyone who wants to know, who wants to grow, who wants to take that next step away from the enslavement that we have been crushed by and we are being more and more crushed by every day if we look in that direction so the first step that i keep saying to people is watch where you put your attention yes you and i can talk about because we need to know the beast to avoid the beast so we can look at the beast and we go oh well, i know you but I know you and I'm bigger than you and I am more than you because I am nature itself and nature will never be stopped, never be stopped. And when we can really realize that we are that nature, not separate from it, then we can fall into alignment with that. And magical things happen all the time. And it comes back to us. It comes back to the individual. So a seed needs to have the strength. You know, I always look at an acorn and, and I look at an oak tree. I mean, one of the most beautiful trees on this earth. And how many acorns does it drop? And how many of those acorns actually become a tree? And so therefore, are the other acorns wasted? Are they therefore useless? No. They add nutrition as they return to the soil to feed the acorns that are going to then become the new oak trees. That is the cycle of life. We have become so divided and so separate that we are struggling to do it on our own. Nature has never done anything on its own. It's a cooperative society where everything nurtures 
everything else. That is the new earth. That is the new earth communities where everything comes together and everything nurtures everything else to its highest potential and its highest expression. Yes, I love that. I love that so much, Yvonne, particularly the piece on recognizing the power of nature. And the one thing that pops to my mind when, when you shared that was it's so funny how like um, man literally tried to manipulate nature. And the example is down by the beach. They're always like pumping sand and dredging and moving it and, you know, trying to protect the bays and the houses and moving sand from here up to there. And then, you know, they stop for a week and you look back and nature has like through the water, through the currents, through the movements, it's just always changing, you know, and, and there's nothing that men can do to stop it. It's just the natural um, flow of nature. And I really liked how you touched on this cosmological piece that's at play um, in nature that impacts all of us, all of humanity. And it's a really big piece that I feel um, is so important to recognize for the collective when we've we've shifted our focus for so many years in this industrial age to you know go to work and look after your family and do your job and slave away but really you know we, we've got to realize that we are like we are hardwired we are plugged into we are locked into these natural systems these natural cycles of seasons like for example like yes i can I can go out and do the personal development and grow as an individual and change my life by taking responsibility for my life. But as much as I try and as hard as I try, I can't change, you know, when the sun rises and when it sets. I can't change um, when the tide comes in or when the waves get higher or, you know, where the sand moves to. And so these larger cycles and seasons that are at play that we're locked into and that the, the um, the cycle that you're speaking to, this great year cycle, which ancient civilizations have known about for a long time, hundreds of thousands, thousands of years for all we know, Egyptian era, Mayan era, you know, the Kali Yuga in, in Sanskrit, you know, one of the oldest languages in the world. And, and they, they knew about these large systems and cycles, particularly what is happening in our natural environment, in the cosmos, in the stars, which is a part of us, it's a part of nature and it's a part of who we are. And we've, we've seemingly forgotten that we are a part of and actually we are locked into these cycles and these systems. And when you're saying things are speeding up, it's like, wow, yeah, I just noticed in my life how, how things are moving really quickly and the potential to really manifest that instantaneously, spontaneously, like the things that I really... Is, uh, feel is in alignment to moving forward to re returning to the natural lifestyle and so I really love how you sh how you shared on on those um, pieces and and particularly in that um, the astrological piece and there's a guy who I um, admire many of you who are watching probably know of him his name's Santos Bonacci he is an Australian fella but he's living overseas now and, and he really speaks a lot to um, you know this greater cycle which is coming into the golden age where we're receiving so many light rays from the sun and the other planets that it's enabling our consciousness 
to to expand and to reach a higher level of awareness where previously we had we didn't have that particularly when we were in our you know our job and doing our thing with our family and stuck into that that pattern of life but now as things are speeding up as you said we're expanding and we're realizing the truth of what is actually being unveiled to us and whether we like it or not this is going to happen for us because we're a part of nature and and so um, it becomes more about not just having that awareness but then how do we equip ourselves with the necessary tools to be able to navigate or to ride that wave not resisting nature and trying to trying to manipulate the beach for us but how do we ride the wave so we can enjoy the journey um, as things change and as the you know the beach um, shifts and and so on and so I'd love to hear from you Yvonne what what you feel would be the the most necessary and vital tools to add to your toolkit um, that that you found in your life really really vital to be able to just to have that you know remembering on a daily basis to to, to navigate all of these um these opportunities for growth, all the challenges that we will be faced with and will continue to arise. Wow. Well, um, look, many, many um, steps. But for me, always the first step has always been to realise that I'm not just this, bo this body, that just like the seed is not just the seed, it is the life force in the seeds that we are bringing to life into a plant or a tree. And it is the life force within us that is our true self. And the, the way that we are being conditioned and, and, and propagandised over the years is to, to make humanity believe that, um, you know, that we have... Uh, nothing that we're incapable, that we're inadequate, that we are um, powerless. You know all of the things that makes us wonderful worker bees and worker ants, uh, but it doesn't do anything for our self-image, self-respect, self-confidence. And so, but it's a wonderful indoctrination to make us dependent. And that is what's been happening. We are very dependent, as you said, on the on somebody out there to give us what we need. And to give somebody, you know, the actual tools, the first thing is to, um, to take control of what you pay attention to, what you give your energy to. And it starts with the way you think. We have been so controlled and programmed in our mind that we need to take back our mind. You know, mindfulness started to become very popular um, a few years ago and, yes, many people went into it, but I think it, it sort of missed something because mindfulness is not about being mindful. It is being mind aware so that we then change it. It needs to be changed. Our neural pathways have been indoctrinated to work for someone else. And so it is time for us to reactivate the ones that will work for us. And that happens by not going down the old pathways of thoughts, of beliefs, of attitudes, of behaviour. And that takes incredible discipline. We've talked a lot about having a spiritual discipline. And it starts with the first thought in the morning. 
what is your first thought in the morning? What is your dominant thought in the morning? Is the first thing you do turn on the news to see what's happening in Russia? Well, who gives a shit? Pardon French. It isn't French, I don't think. But it was the first swear word I ever learned as a foreigner. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, because it's not happening here now. I, I need, I was just saying to one of my students this morning, I learned how to, and this is this is perhaps is a really good one. So I used to be terrified of hearts, right? And that was in printed on me through my mum because every time as a child we went near the edge of anything, she'd go, oh, don't go there. It makes me nauseous in my knees. That was, you know, the best translation from Dutch I can give you. And so I grew up with that and I grew up thinking I'm never going to be afraid of fear and being like her. But guess what? I was terrified of heart. So um, not, I'm, I'm not going to be limited by fear. I, there is a real stubborn streak in me. And I decided that I would overcome it. So I went on a course where I needed to go abseiling of an 80-foot tower in the middle of a forest. And um, and I did. I, I, I went up that tower and I was just sharing this morning that just before I was fine until I went beyond the canopy of the trees, which was about at 60 foot. And um, don't ask me to translate that in, you know, whatever. Uh, it was high. So it went up above the canopy of the trees when I wasn't surrounded by anything that panic struck and I froze. And I'm standing at the bottom of the next steps to go up. Now I was on it. I was on a rope, so I was quite safe, really. And I just stood there, froze, and I thought, now what am I going to do? And that gave me a gift. And the gift was it brought me to this moment. And I could I I asked myself, what can I do? So in other words, I took my thoughts from what I couldn't to what I could and in that moment I checked and I went well I can move this hand and I did and I can move that hand and I did and I did that a couple of times and then I could put my foot on the bottom rung and I stood there frozen but totally focused on what can do is what can I do this moment and as I did that, I shifted something in me. And as a result, above me, the, the guys who were, you know, helping us opened the trap door of the platform and said, oh, you're doing well, come on up. And so, yes, I did go up. And I did go off that 80-foot tower abseil, which, by the way, at the top was all swaying. And I broke my fear. And so I would like to ask people, stop looking at what you can't do. As Shay said, he can't change what when the sun comes up. He can't change you know, the big picture. He can't change it. I can't change it. So bring yourself to the now moment and just what can I do in this moment? What can I do to make this a better world? What can I do to to support my neighbour? What can I do to feel good? That, I think, is the first step where we take away our bleeding energy 
into what's happening somewhere where you have no possible influence, no control. The only influence that any of us have is to be the best of ourselves and to find that core of the absolute, I believe, infinite, amazing abilities we have. I am supposed to be in my elder years or twilight years or whatever you want to call it. And I amaze myself at the things that I'm capable of. I mean, really. On Monday, I had a friend come who asked me to help them create uh, a business card. Now, they're probably 20-something years younger than I am, and here I am flitting around my computer, you know, doing everything that, that I use. And I'm sitting there, and I'm actually amazed at myself because most of the people in my era, they don't even have a computer. They might have a laptop or whatever, but they're just ready to settle down and retire, and that's not my sole purpose, obviously. So... So that moment of bringing, what can I do? Stop focusing on the what you can't do because that's what we do all the time. When I ask people, what would you like? They give me a whole list of what they don't like and they can't even think of one thing that they really do like. Now that shows you how programmed we are. So that's the first step. And then... Really guide your energy and your attention and your thoughts towards peace, love, acceptance. Drop the judgment. Drop the blame. Just embrace all the other seeds around you and support them to grow to the best of what's inside of them just like we do with the seeds we plant for our tomatoes. I love it, Yvonne. Such a wealth of wisdom and knowledge and just, yeah, just beautiful, beautiful words. So thanks for sharing. And um, I just want to thank you guys who are tuning in right now, who are watching. And I just want to encourage you to send us a like on this video, give us a comment and, and share what you feel is relevant for moving through our times right now. And if you like these videos on, um, just, just click the little bell button so that you get to, um, reminded on when we're doing these conversations again. But I just wanted to promise you and deliver on something that I promised we would share. It's a beautiful clip from Vandana Shiva, um, who is, you know, sending out the seeds of hope to humanity at this time, particularly when we need it most. Uh, she's been doing this work for over 30 plus years now and bringing this to many people across the world's attention. I'm going to show you a clip in the, in a moment, but I just wanted to remind you that we've got a live interview coming up with her on Tuesday, the 22nd of the 3rd, 2022. So there's got to be some synchro destiny in the numbers that are appearing in the numerological um, messages that are, are rising up. But I've just dropped the link in the chat section there and really excited that we'll be joined with Vandana in the flesh on the screen <laughs> through the virtual world. But I just wanted to share this um, little inspiring clip. If you've made it this far through the video and you haven't been inspired enough yet from what Yvonne and I have shared, you'll be blown away with this little clip from Vandana sending seeds of hope to humanity. So here it is, guys. I hope you enjoy and we'll see you at the end of it.
food is a weapon. When you sell real weapons, you control armies. When you control food, you control society. But when you control sea, you control life Industrial farming is the single biggest destructive force on the planet today. The war against the earth begins in the minds of men. And I mean men. Vandana Shiva is one of the most prominent activists in the world. Oh my God, he's a hero. This is Vandana Shiva. I'm Dan. That's a part of Vandana. She's a warrior to the patriarchal system that destroys. Vandana was one of the pioneers who started the global seed movement. Owning intellectual property rights on seed is a pathetic attempt at seed dictatorship. We started to fight GMOs through growing seeds and saving seeds. She does knowingly make statements which are clearly inaccurate and incorrect. Demonizes modern agriculture. The organic elite. Anyone who's going to stand up to big corporations is going to come under attack. 40% of the solution to climate change lies in organic ecological farming in the hands of small farmers. Today, one of the big movements is around regenerative agriculture. We have the power, we will change, and we will be the change we want to see, and no one is going to stop us. Bandana Shiva is Monsanto's worst nightmare. We will not be stopped. We have a duty to save seeds. Little old lady from India. <laughs> oh, why did she drive you nuts? <laughs> There it is, folks. A little old lady from India, changing the world as we know it. What an inspiring woman who's really just stepping up and stepping out, taking action in the world. Such a powerhouse. And, um, you know, I'm just really excited to have the opportunity to hear from her. And you guys can hear from her too. If you have any questions you would love to ask Vandana, um, just let us know. We'd love to hear them because we get the opportunity to ask her some poignant questions, particularly with what's going on in the world right now. And she's recently written the book, Oneness versus the 1%. And this is really what it's about, us coming together as one tribe, one community, one, one people, one human family um, to stand up for our, you know, human civil alienable rights in this moment. And um, Yvonne, I'm so, so excited and, and appreciative that you are not just stepping up, but you're bringing people together in a really powerful way in the community and um, just using your voice for reason and voice for action as well. So I really just um, appreciate your energy and your time and the wisdom that you share. Um, well, just as she says, it is our responsibility to save the seeds of nature. It is our responsibility to save the seeds of humanity because without humanity, no one will be planting them. Exactly right, 100%. 
So we'll look forward to the another conversation next week. It is yes. Yvonne's intention to bring on um, other inspiring people who are initiating intentional communities around um, the nation. So if, if that is you, uh, please reach out to us. We'd love the opportunity to hear about your story, hear about your journey into this um, beautiful world that we find, whether it's saving seeds, making creating communities, or you're just empowering others. Um, feel free to reach out to us, leave us a comment. And um, yeah, thanks so much for your time today, Yvonne. Thank you so much for being on this journey with, with me. Uh, I feel very blessed and privileged. See you next week and let's keep saving the seeds. Saving the seeds. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and for listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this series. And if you'd like to listen to the full episode and get more conscious content online, tune into our online video platform at earthheroestv.com. Hope you have a great day, guys, and a huge love from me. And see you next time.